2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. I declare that I will experience and enjoy the full blessing of the Lord. There is new wine in my cluster and there is a blessing in it. I am on the rise to my highest destiny. And no matter what the elements say, there is a lifting up for me. I am not expecting to participate in a recession, depression, regression, or any other downward turns. I lift my eyes up to the hills from whence cometh my help. I am the blessed, the healed, the favored, and the strengthened of the Lord. I am called according to his purpose, and all things work together for my good. I am declared righteous, and I am vindicated. A new day has done for me. The struggle is over forever, and the Lord is adding to me another one, again and again and again and again. Coyote is a lion's whelp, and I am leaping from where I am today to the new horizons of my future. The Tadeshe household is satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. We are possessing our inheritance from the west to the south and from the east to the north. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 2023 is my year of remembrance, double honor, and the open door. I am remembered and I am helped. I honor God and he honors me. Grace, grace, grace. His divine ability within me to overcome adversity has positioned me to maximize opportunity. Mountains move, valleys rise. I am on my way to glory land and the Ruach of God will see to it that I get there. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you and I will save you and your children. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I serve the Lord my God with joyfulness of heart in gratitude for the abundance of all things. Therefore, I will never serve my enemy. The Lord will be good to me and he will show me kindness and mercy. I declare by faith that this new season is a fruitful season. And it is a season of full satisfaction, joy, and happiness. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Shout a living amen if you believe it. Hallelujah. Please go ahead and be seated. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. Early one morning, uh, the Holy Spirit threw that scripture at me about two weeks ago from Isaiah chapter 49. I don't know the full ramifications of that prophetic um, release that the Lord gave. 
but he gave it so clearly, so strongly, and so powerfully. It was so strong, I knew we had to include it in our confessions for 2023. Isaiah 49, from verse 24, it says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? Even when you feel like your captor and your enemy is too strong for you. When you feel like a prey and feel like the circumstances are overwhelming. Or you feel like there was a such and such reason for that captivity. The Lord is asking a question. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? When is mighty, it's difficult to get that prey out of his jaws. Especially, you look at the theme of part of our confessions, you know, there's, there's, there's the semblance of a lion leaping to heights previously uncharted. And arriving at those heights and suddenly finding a breaking of the dawn. When through the night, he was searching for his prey. I don't know if you've had this confession for about a week or two now. Well, a week, I guess. Um, but where he says, Dan, in Deuteronomy, we'll go back there in a minute. Deuteronomy 33, verse 22. Where he says, Dan is a lion's whelp. And he will leap from Bashan. It's really the semblance of um, a powerful, a powerful creature that believes that there is a lot more ground to be taken. And there are possessions out there beyond his current reach, but that he knows have been made available to him. Well, if you turn that around and look at this scripture in Isaiah 49, shall the prey be taken from the mighty? When that mighty, when that lion captures that prey, it is almost impossible to deliver that little animal from that lion. Almost impossible. That's why God asked, shall the prey be taken from the mighty? And shall the lawful captive be delivered? That is, it was lawfully captured. There were reasons for it. He had a right to capture it. There were grounds for him to capture it. Shall the lawful captive be delivered? It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible. That captive, that prey is trapped in the corner. There's almost no way out. You know, sometimes in life when you feel like there is no way out. So the Lord asked, Shall the lawful captive be delivered? Then he answered his own question. And he said, But thus saith the Lord, 
even the captives of the mighty will be taken away. It, they will be taken away. That is, on the strength of the power of the living God. Somebody is at the point of death. Somebody is, there is an emergency. There is some situation that is beyond human control. Maybe they got, even got in there. Someone, somebody's child is on drugs somewhere. Maybe they got in there. They participated. They fully indulged in, and they are lawful captives. Well, on the ground of the covenant that God has made with us, his people, the Lord said, I'm telling you right now, even the captives will be taken away from the mighty. That is, I will see to it. I will see to it that the captives are taken away from the mighty. And, 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 and I want you to know that the prey of the terrible, the terrible doesn't let go of anything. But I'm telling you right now, the Lord says, that the prey of the terrible will be delivered. And how is it going to happen? He said, because I will contend. You don't have to fight this battle. This is not your battle. When it seems overwhelming for you, and it feels like it's too much for you, God says, I will come in, and I will fight this battle for you. Now, now listen, like I said to you, I don't know the full ramifications of this. But when the Lord released it, it was so strong, it was so powerful, and I determined at that point in time, it had to be a part of our confession for this year. He said, for I will contend with him that contends with you. And then I will do what? I will save you and your children. Now, he says there in that scripture, I will save your children. But I heard him telling me, put you there. Because he doesn't want to save your children and not save you. So he said, I will save you and your children. He will save you and your children. There is nothing coming your way that the Lord hasn't already made a provision for, for your deliverance, for, for your release, hallelujah, for your salvation, for your turnaround, for your restoration. This is the breaking of the dawn for you. This is the breaking of a new day for you. This will be a new dawn in your life. Your day, your dawn, your, your day is dawning. Hallelujah. There is a breaking of that dawn for you. A new day is dawning for you. And so as we go through the fast beginning tomorrow, I'm very excited about the fast. I want to just encourage you in a few minutes. I've set an alarm for myself. And this time I won't ask you to give me 15 more minutes. I promise. Once that alarm goes up, it's going to go off shortly before 1 o'clock. I'm going to close out the service. But um, over, the, over the services, over the, um, especially our Sunday services, I want you to have an expectation that a new day is dawning for you. A new day is dawning for you. It will be a new day. It will be a new day. There's something new for you. There's something different for you. Signs and wonders, miracles are still relevant today. The Holy Spirit is still moving today. The power of God, the advantage of the covenant is still, av is still available to the saints today like they've always been. I want you to have faith. I don't, I don't want you to become cynical. I don't want you to lose hope, lose faith. Like here yeah, for so long, I think I've been believing that. Don't worry about so long. Forget about that. This is a new day for you. Someone said, this is a new day for me. Hallelujah. Say, say, a new day is dawning for me. Say, a new day is dawning for me. Let's go to Deuteronomy 33. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 33 in verse 1, it says, This is the blessing 
wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. So these were some of the most important things that Moses declared upon God's people before his transition. And in verse 22, he says, Dan, he said, is a lion's whelp. He would leap from Bashan. And of Naphtali, he said, Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full with the blessing of the Lord, possess thou the west and the south. Amen. And in the last verse there, in verse 29, he says, Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto you, O people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help, and who is the sword? Of your excellency. Dan, he says, is a lion's whelp. A whelp simply means is is a growing lion. Is a lion's whelp means he's a growing lion. He hasn't reached full maturation yet, but he's very well on his way. He's a lion's whelp. So that means whatever the lion can do, the lion's whelp has the potential already to do. And if Jesus Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah and you and I, we are lion's whelps, that means everything that Jesus Christ has the ability to do, you and I have the potential to do. Amen. We may not be doing it right now, but we do have the potential to do. Someone say, I'm a lion's whelp. The lion of the tribe of Judah is my master, is my savior, is my Lord, and is my king. Therefore, that lion of the tribe of Judah could never be defeated. I am the lion's whelp, therefore I could never be defeated. Yeah, but we're not just even talking about whether we're fighting and we're winning the victory. We are talking about taking more grounds. He says he will leap from Bashan. That's what he says there in verse 33. He will leap from Bashan. And I like the way uh, one of the commentators described Bashan. Bashan was really more like the place where they hunted for their animals. And many of the, many of the animals will be there. They'll hang around Bashan. But that lion's whelp says, I want much more than what is available in Bashan. I want much more than what is available in Bashan. And then he said, of Naphtali, he said, Oh, Naphtali, you are satisfied with favor. And you are full with the blessing of the Lord. Go ahead and possess the west, the south, the east, and the north. We've already discovered the origin of Dan and Naphtali in Genesis chapter 30. Dan was a product of the frustration of Rachel. In Genesis chapter 30 and verse 1, the Bible says, And when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I will die. Oh, what frustration. Oh, what frustration. She was at the end of her wits. She had done everything she knew to do. She was tired of it all. And in such circumstances, it is very easy to focus on man. When we are at our wits end, and we feel like we've done everything, and we, have, we aren't really receiving what we're looking for, it's very easy to begin to focus on man. Like, okay, who's around me? Who, somebody's around, somebody around me is responsible for this. <laughs> so somebody. And it's very easy, sometimes psychologically, it gives us a lift to be able to shift the blame. And to be able to project it on somebody. Sometimes it gives us a little bit of an extra strength. We feel a little better. To be able to point and say, yeah, you know, somebody was a part of this, this thing. It's true. 
I just want you to know, sometimes it may be true, but we really have to get away from where we are allowing man to be our focus. Because as long as you are putting your energy into expressing your frustration with man, man, have I been delivered? I have. Somebody say I've been delivered. Somebody say I've been delivered. It finally dawned on me, it finally dawned on me, my destiny is not in anybody's hands. If, that finally became a revelation to me. It was not always a revelation. I preached it many years ago, long before I started pastoring here in the United States. In, um, they used to call me Pastor Destiny in Kaduna, Nigeria. I... I, I I, the Lord just opened my eyes. Everything I could see was destiny. This is long before destiny became a whole revelation in the body of Christ and everywhere you turn, people are preaching destiny. Really at that time, nobody around me and nobody that I'd heard was really talking about destiny, but it became a revelation to me. And I remember one of the messages that I preached that I'm talking 25 years ago, 27 years ago maybe, is your destiny is in your hands. How high you rise in life, how low you fall in life, whether you are stagnated, whether you move forward or you go back, it's not anybody, it's not somebody else that is going to determine that. That's in your hands. That's in your hands. You can't, you can't, you, you can, yeah, you may feel a little good and say, well, yeah, somebody stopped me. I wanted to do something. I wanted to, but, you know, this person held me back. You, you feel good that way. But we have to get beyond where we are feeling good to actually where we are living good. Feeling good is different from living good. <laughs> are you listening to what I'm saying? To be able to live good and live at the height and at the peak of where God wants you to go, you have to Take hold of your destiny. Like we said last week Sunday, it is Jesus and I. Jesus and I, we are going on this trip together. Hallelujah. And nobody can stop us. So, so, Rachel, give me children, Adam. She's crying to her husband, Jacob. And the man is just as frustrated as she is. He's not expressing it. He's not talking about it much. But he's just as frustrated. And then when she said, when she, when, when she started crying out to him, one day he snapped. He was so angry, he snapped. He said, come on, am I God? You see that? In Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, am I God? Who has withheld from thee the fruit of the womb? He had a partial revelation too. And something happened to Rachel. Somebody say something happened to Rachel. Somebody say something happened to Rachel. Instead of walking all around the house crying, crying in the night on her bed, sobbing every day and every night. Instead of going around the world with her head lowered, believing there was no hope for her, something happened to Rachel. And she suddenly said, I'm taking control of this situation. It's not Jacob. It's not Leah. It's me. Somebody say it's me. Somebody say it's me. Let me, let me expand it for you a little bit. It's not Jacob. It's not Leah. It's not God. It's me. Somebody say it's me. Come on, somebody say it's me. Say those words with me. Say it's not, it's not Jacob. It's not Leah. It's not even God. It's me. It's me. I'm taking control of this situation. And, and then she said to her husband, let's read it here. She said to, she said to Jacob, behold my maid, Bilhah. Go in unto her and she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her. <laughs> And she gave him Bilhah and handmaid to wife. And Jacob went in unto her. And Bilhah conceived 
and bear Jacob a son. And Rachel said, God has judged me and he has heard my voice and he has given me a son. Therefore called she his name Dan. Dawn. Dawn. As in the dawning of a new day. God has judged me. In the Amplified it says, God has judged me and he has vindicated me. He has heard my plea and he has given me a son and she called his name Dawn. The dawning of a new day. A new day is dawning for you. Your frustrations are over forever. You are taking control of the situation. You are a lion's whelp. You are leaping from Bashan. You are leaping from Bashan. Well, all the animals are struggling for the few prey that exist. You are leaping from Bashan. You are going on to your new horizon. The day will break for you. When you arrive at your highest peak, you will suddenly look out there. You will look out there and there will be fields full of praise for you that nobody has even discovered. Feels full, full of opportunities. Feels full of opportunities. Somebody say this with me, grace. Say it again. Say grace. Grace is here now. Grace is working for me now. Grace is available to me now. And grace is God's divine ability within me to help me overcome adversity. I have overcome adversity. And that has positioned me to maximize this opportunity. Somebody say this opportunity. I don't want you to just say opportunity like it doesn't have definition. Say this opportunity that is before me right now. There is an opportunity before you right now. And you are positioned by God because of his grace to maximize that opportunity. And somebody said opportunity doesn't always appear like opportunity. Opportunity doesn't come calling everybody. Hey, come. Hey, I'm ready here. I'm here. Hey, come on. No. Opportunity many times is disguised. You don't readily see that it is opportunity. (laughs) But sometimes things that people cry over can actually bring the dawning of their new day. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but think about it. Do you think that, do you think that Rachel was comforted, comforted, encouraged, consoled when Jacob said to her and snapped at her and said, am I God? Do you think Rachel was comforted by that? If she was already crying, she cried more that night. Because this is the man she has been blaming all these years. Remember, she blamed him first for seven years. You remember this? When he promised, hey, we're getting together, you know, and I've already asked your dad. He says he's fine. So, but suddenly, out of nowhere, here came Leah. Leah was not even in the question. Suddenly, here comes Leah. And the person who's wearing the wedding gown is now Leah. Someone who never even went shopping for wedding gown. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel, who had been dreaming. Rachel, who had been praying. Rachel, who had been envisioning. Who had been picking out the songs. She had already had the the sound. What's that thing called? uh, List was truth. What? Yeah, songs that they are going to play at our reception. She picked everything out. And then suddenly... She found out, oh, no, it's not your turn. Somebody say, it's my turn now. Say it again, it's my turn now. Say, I am well positioned to maximize this opportunity. This opportunity that God has given to me, it's my turn, and I'm maximizing this opportunity. I'm not looking for another person's opportunity. I'm not looking for somebody else's blessing. I just want the one that the Lord has given to me. And this is my opportunity. This is my moment. This is my time. This is my turn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And for seven years was weeping again. And here we are. Here we are. So do you think she was comforted when David, when Jacob said, well, no, no, she was not. No, she was not. But something happened to her. I pray that whatever happened to Rachel will happen to you this year. Oh, Jesus. I pray that whatever happened to Rachel will happen to you this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus. Your eyes will become open. You will suddenly find out you are declared righteous. You are vindicated. The Lord is working for you. The Lord is not against you. The Lord is causing all things to work together for your good. In Jesus' mighty name. She said, she said, God has judged me righteous. He has vindicated me. He has judged me righteous. Notice, she didn't even have the son yet. They had done, done, they had done, but that done was not really her, but she took that boy, like that's my son. She said, this is my son, that's my son. God has vindicated me, it's my son. So she didn't wait until Joseph showed up. This is my son. And then, he said, let's do it again, Jacob. (laughs) Here comes Jacob again. And this time, they have another son, and she called him Naphtali. And this Naphtali is, she said, uh, it says, with mighty wrestlings in prayer to God. Notice that's in the Amplified in verse 8, in Genesis 30 verse. Mighty wrestlings in prayer to God. Mighty wrestlings in prayer to God. She stopped wrestling with Leah. She stopped wrestling with Jacob. Mighty wrestlings. You know, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. We're not fighting flesh and blood. Mm -mm. Second Corinthians 10, it says, no, no, no. It says, though we walk in the flesh... We do not war after the flesh. For the the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but what are they? They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. They are mighty through God. They are mighty through God. There is a a higher place to go to win the victories of life. There is a higher place to go to take hold of the possessions that God has promised you. There is a higher place to go to draw the prey out of the mouth of the of, of, of the mighty. There is a higher place to go to draw that prey out of the mouth of the terrible. There is a higher, it says there in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after, our war is not in the flesh. Our fight is not in the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, they are not fleshly, they are not physical, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and everything, every thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your own obedience is complete. I've wrestled with God and I've won. She called him Naphtali. The struggle is over. Say with me right now, I am the blessed, I am the healed, I am the strengthened, I am the favored of the Lord. I am declared righteous. I am vindicated. The struggle is over forever. And the Lord is adding to me another one. Again and again and again and again. 
I don't know what your another one is. I don't know what your eyes are seeking from the Lord. I don't know what territory you are seeking to take. I don't know what miracle you are seeking to possess. But I'm here to declare to you on the authority of the word of God that the Lord will add to you another one again and again and again and again. You may be asking for one, but God will give you four. You may be asking for one land, he will give you four. The Lord will give you four. He will give you again and again and again and again. He will fill your cup to overflowing. He will fill your cup to overflowing. Shout hallelujah if you believe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo! Glory, 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 glory. After Dan and Naphtali, here comes Joseph. Here comes Joseph in verse 22. The Bible says, and God remembered Rachel. Someone said, God remembers me. This is my year of remembrance. God remembers me. All the seeds I have sown, all the work I have done, everywhere in which I've represented the Lord, everywhere in which I've supported his work, everywhere in which I've encouraged the saints, everywhere in which I've been a, a mouthpiece for God, everywhere in which I've uh, encouraged people with the gospel of Christ, the Lord will remember me. The Lord, yeah, yeah. The Lord will remember me. The Lord will remember me. Woo! Oh my, my. Do you know the greatest message, the greatest sermon is the one that you have received yourself. It's not, it's not the one you prepared that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's the one that has hit you. It has hit you first. It has hit you first. And I'm telling you, what I'm preaching to you right now, it has hit me first. <laughs> it, hit me. it has hit me. Woo-hoo. The Lord will remember you. The Lord will remember you. A few days ago, I was meditating. The Lord said to me, he asked me, what did I say about people that have left land, house, parents, children, brothers, sisters for the gospel? What did I say about them? Um, I said, Lord, I think you said they will have uh, a hundredfold return. He said, go and read that scripture. So I turned my Bible. See, the reason he brought it to me is because it's my year of remembrance. (laughs) I'm about to reap harvests that I've not even thought about. I've never even dreamt about it. I'm just, I'm about, the door is open now. It's my, it's our year of open door. He said, open that scripture. I opened the scripture. Actually, I had help opening the scripture because you know how you do, you want to find the scripture, you pull your Bible, you find Luke Concord. No, this time, the Holy Spirit used my hand. I turned, I carried the thing and opened and bam, right there, I was in Mark chapter 10. Right there. <laughs> So say, hey, I like that. I like it. When the Lord remembers you, you just be going, hey, 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 hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You just be going, hey, you go from one hey to another hey to another hey to another hey. Hallelujah. So he said, open the scripture, open the scripture. There it was in Mark chapter 10. And uh, he said, from verse, 20, verse 27, Jesus looking upon them said unto them, with man it is impossible, but not with God. Oh, oh, for with God all things, all things are possible. Then, verse 28, Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all, and we have followed you. 
And Jesus answered and said, Verily, I say unto you, Oh, hallelujah. There is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. So, in a figurative sense, when you take something you could have used for a personal purpose and you give it to the gospel, you left that personal purpose. If you take something you could have used to buy yourself a new pair of shoes and you gave it to the gospel, you left your shoes. I think that's my alarm. Is it? I think it is. Yeah. There's no snooze. There's no extra 15 minutes. We're going to close. Right, right here, we're going to close. But, but I want you to get this last bit here. When... This is your year. Someone said, this is my year of remembrance. Every seed. Every seed. Because those seeds were significant enough, they could have created investments. They could have created landed properties and estates. They could have changed the lives of family members. They could have. But, but, but we took those seeds and we invested them in the kingdom. Not one year. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not, not even 20, not even 25. This is your year of remembrance. Your seed is going to rise up before the Lord. And God is going to say, hey, son, it's time. It's time. It's time. He said, listen, look, look at this scripture. We're going to close here. There is no man. That has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels. Every sacrifice you've made for the gospel. Every sacrifice you've made for the gospel. The sacrifices of your time. The sacrifices of your energy, your skills, your talents. Some of you have invested so much in the gospel. What, what, what in the world, if people had access to those things, if people had access, you know when they say something is marketable? You have not taught marketable when it comes to the gospel. You have taught enlarge the coast of the kingdom of God so I can be a blessing to God. I can help God reach humanity. I can help God encourage a Christian somewhere. I can help God be a witness to an unsaved person somewhere. You have fought the gospel because you have left. The Lord said right here in verse 30, he says, but he shall receive an hundredfold now, the Lord said, right now. Somebody said, right now. Not in heaven, not in heaven. Right, somebody said, right now. Right now, in this time, he said, you will have houses. Oh, my, 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 my. Woo! He said, you will have brethren. My, my. He said, you will have sisters. My, my, my. You will have mothers. He says, you will have children. You have lands. With persecution in this world and in the world to come, eternal life. This is your year of remembrance. Someone say, I believe in miracles. I believe in signs and wonders. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the advantage of the covenant. This is my year for miracles. Miracles upon miracles upon miracles. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Increase upon increase upon increase. Testimony upon testimony upon testimony. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Did you receive it today? Stand to your feet. Let's give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, go ahead. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Give the Lord a praise. I want to hear you praise him. Just a little bit longer. Come on. Just a little bit longer. Praise him some more. Praise him some more. Praise him some more. This is your year of remembrance. The Lord has remembered you. The Lord has remembered you. Your Joseph is on the way. I said your Joseph is on the way. The Lord will add to you another one again and again and again and again. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we honor you today. We bless your holy name. Woo! We bless your holy name. Come on, just, this is in my spirit. I just, whatever it is that's available in your spirit right now, go ahead, reach out like the whelp of the lion. Reach out and take possession of it. Reach out and take what is rightfully yours. Signs and miracles, signs and wonders. The power of the Holy Spirit is available to man today. It's not a foregone um, uh, uh, era. It's not something that God used to do. He's the same God. He has never changed. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Go ahead and lay hold on what God has for you in this year, this new season, for your family, for your future, for your destiny. Everything that he has ordained for you, everything he has promised to you, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Hallelujah. Come on, possess, possess in Christ, possess in Christ. Come on, possess in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. As we enter into our 21-day Daniel fast beginning tomorrow, I want you to receive grace right now. Receive grace that you need for this season. That this will be different for you. It will not be like the one we did in 2022. It won't be like the one we did in 2021. It won't be like the one we did in 2020. This will be a new season. This will be the breaking of a new dawn for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, go ahead and receive grace. That everything God has ordained for you in this season, you will lay hold of. Receive grace to have focus. Receive grace to focus on God. Receive grace to have miracles. Receive grace to have strength to endure. Receive grace for clear revelation. Receive grace for, for righteousness and a new level of righteous experience. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's open up the fast by coming into a new dedication of ourselves to the Lord. Go ahead and dedicate yourself to the Lord afresh. Say, it, Lord, here I am. Use me. Take me. Fill me with yourself. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I renounce everything that is not of God. I renounce everything that does not glorify Jesus. Today, I acknowledge Jesus as my Lord 
I'm my savior, my king, my master. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is my savior. He is my Lord. He is in my heart. He is my Lord. He is my master. I turn over everything to him today. I renounce sin. I renounce Satan. I renounce every work of darkness. Jesus, I give you the throne room of my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Speak and I will obey. Speak and I will obey. Instruct and I will follow you. In the name of Jesus. Not my will, Lord, but your will be done. Your will be done. Have your way in me, God. 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 Open unto me the rich treasures, the rich treasures of the covenant. Show me what I have not seen. Reveal to me what I have not known. Help me walk into the higher planes that you have ordained. Higher realms that you have prepared. I give you the glory. I give you the praise. You alone deserve it. Take it to yourself, oh God. Take it to yourself, oh God. Take it to yourself, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Saints, this is a glorious day for you, saints. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Heaven is singing over you today, saints. The Father is singing over you today, saints. Some good things are coming your way, saints. Some good things are about to happen for you. Different. They are different. They are very different. They are not common. They are not like anything you've experienced before. They are different. They are new. And they are coming by the power of the Holy Spirit. They align with signs and wonders, miracles, like when Jesus turned water to wine. It's new wine and it's in your cluster. And the Lord will bring it forth this year. This year. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Rejoice, somebody. Come on. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. Woo! Woo! Give him a praise, somebody. Come on. Give him a praise. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord.